Hi, and welcome to Elevating Business, the podcast that gives you tips and tricks for how to start, grow, and sell your online business. Also take a look at our resource website, emilyandblair.com, for more info around how you can make your business better. But for now, here's today's episode. Hi, and welcome to episode 163, Ways to Set Your Blog Up with Adverts and Make Money Today. So if you've got a content website or a blog, you can actually turn that into revenue by adding adverts onto your site pretty much immediately. So we're going to go through the steps and the things that you need to watch for when you're going through this process. Um, and basically the key thing with all of this is you've got to have an audience, you've got to have traffic coming to that site. So if you've got a couple of hundred people that come to your site a month, then probably adverts aren't the way to go just yet. So concentrate, that's you concentrate on building your audience, building your traffic. And you know, there's heaps of different ways to do that. And we've covered that in a lot of other podcast episodes and on our website emilyandblair.com so go and take a look there if you're looking for ways to get traffic to your site but if you've already got traffic and when I mean um, what I mean by traffic is sort of 5,000 people a month plus you know if you've got 100,000 people a month plus then this is right up your alley to make some pretty good revenue if you've got 200,000 people a month coming to your website then you're talking about a level of revenue that you can probably just rely on ads alone to make enough from your site um, without having to do anything else in terms of monetization. Okay, so let's jump into it. So the first one is to choose the right ad network. Now, there's a number of ad networks which allow you to um, connect with them and set up on your site through through their platform to show their ads on your site. And when I say their ads, they then talk to advertisers and basically they do the connection between your site and the advertiser. So say, for example, Coca-Cola wants to place ads on websites. They get in touch with these ad networks. They then, via your link, place that ad on your site. So examples of it, I mean, Google AdSense is the biggest sort of most common um, one out there. Quite good because it's quite easy to get onto. You don't need a lot of traffic to do it. Uh, then there's other ones like MediaNet and AdThrive. You need a lot more traffic sort of um, in the um, tens of thousands of um, views per month to actually get accepted to their, um, their platforms. There's some other ones like Azoic and um, Adsera as well. Uh, you can get probably a better revenue from them. Uh, and they're not so strict like MediaNet and AdThrive are. So the key thing is to go and do a bit of a Google search and find the one that fits your website. So, you know, how much traffic have you got? Um, you know, what loca location is your traffic coming from? Because that makes um, a difference because the people offering the ads, they want their ads to be placed in certain geographic locations where their customers are so if your website's targeting people from say um i don't know south america um and you're trying you know you've got the publishers uh are from europe and you know they're, they're trying to target um, people from the netherlands then that's probably not going to work so you need to do a bit of research around that once you've set up 
your ad network and you're going with something, you need to optimize your ad placement. So this is where your ads are going to go on your site. And it's specific to each site because you might have certain layout. And so you want to get the most visibility of the ads without disrupting that user experience. Okay, so, you know, these common sort of locations, you see ads sometimes in the header or the sidebar, even within the content or even at the um, end of the article. So that's something to consider. And, and most of the ad networks allow you to select that placement. You know, you can make more or less ad placements. Remembering more in this case is sometimes not always better because you can disrupt the user and then you will lose traffic. So it's kind of one of those things that you really need to be careful with. The third one is using responsive ads. So make sure your ads are responsive and mobile friendly. Most of these ad networks will do this stuff for you, but just something to check out to making sure that your, um, you know, all your users who are coming to your site on from their mobile phones are getting a good ad experience. You know, they're not getting sort of ads blocking out all the um, information that they want to see and all the rest of it. What you also want to do is A-B test the ad formats. So testing the different formats, like where you're putting them, you know, um, are they display banners or are they in article ads? So A-B testing allows you to identify the formats which perform best. So there's a bit of that setting up and, and tweaking as you go in the beginning to find the best format for your website. So you also you want to balance the ad density. So rather than overload your website with ads, which is obviously going to negatively impact that user experience and also your SEO. You want to find that nice balance between ad density and content readability. And you would have been on, on sites, particularly on mobile, where you jump on there and there's all sorts of stuff popping up, like, you know, like these banner ads and all the stuff. And all you want to do is just read the content and the stuff is just getting in your way. More likely than not, you're going to jump off that website and go somewhere else. So you want to think about your customer and, and you know, I guess what their, um, yeah, I mean, almost what their patience for ads is going to be. Um, you know, new, younger generation probably got a bit more patience for ads and they probably click on them a bit more, whereas maybe older generation not so keen on them and, um, you know, get sick of them more quickly. Okay, so you want to also implement something which is called lazy loading. Now, lazy loading delays the loading of the below fold content, including the ads, until the user scrolls down. Why is that important? Because it improves your page speed and the user experience, and that's good for SEO. So you don't want your ads to load as part of that initial loading because it slows the whole site down. So lazy loading is something that you should look into. You also, you know, you want to be optimizing for that page speed. So you want faster loading pages because they rank better and they attract more visitors. So make sure you optimize your website performance by compressing images and caching plugins. So caching plugins is really important because you don't want plugins to slow your site down. Slow sites don't perform well and the don't do very well in SEO. So you want to make sure that you're using plugins that optimize your website's performance. So um, WP Rocket, if you're using WordPress, that's a really good one for really getting your speed up. Okay, use ad blocker detection. So if you implement an ad blocker detection, so basically it encourages users to disable ad blockers. What ad blockers do is obviously block ads. So you don't want your ads being blocked. So, um, you know, 
you want to be respectful and provide an option to access your content, even if they choose not to disable the ad blocker. Okay, so it's kind of one of those things. Have it in there. It gives the user options whether they want to do it or not. Okay, so creating valuable and relevant content obviously is important because the better your content is, the more likely it's to attract customers and it also increases the chances of ad clicks. Because remember, people that come to your website to look at your content are interested in your content. The most of the ad platforms are going to show them ads that are related to stuff that they like and that stuff that they've searched for before you know all about it. You go to a website and, you know, two days ago you were searching for some flights to Hawaii and all of a sudden this website you've gone to, which has got nothing to do about your travel plans to Hawaii, come up with all these, you know, travel agency or deals or flight deals to Hawaii. So that's what they do with remarketing. So they've, they've, um, Google has a way of um, uh, basically capturing your data, it works out what you're looking at, and then it'll retarget advertising at you. And so, you know, if your content is good, um, people are going to come to your content and they're more likely to cl click on those ads because they're actually relevant to that person. Okay, so also targeting those high value keywords, you know, you can tr attract more valuable ads if you're ranking well for high value keywords, okay? So that obviously is going to improve your ad revenue potential. So focus on keyword research, which can identify those real profitable keywords and see if you can do some content around those. Okay, monitoring and analyzing ad performance. It's really important to, just like your SEO and your rankings and things like that, regularly review your ad performance metrics. So that's things like your click-through rate or CTR or cost per click or CPC. You want to make sure that you're not dropping these metrics, you know, that these metrics are still performing well um, and you don't see a drop in those metrics because, you know, just like your SEO, um, that means there's something possibly wrong and you need to go and address it. Okay, so what you can also implement is something called header bidding. So header bidding allows multiple ad networks to compete for that ad space in real time. And the, the reason why this is great is because it can increase your ad revenue. So if your platform that you go with allows for header bidding, you may choose to select that and turn that on. Okay, the other thing is you can leverage ad personalization. So enabling ad personalization shows users those ads that are more relevant to those their interests. And this is what I've mentioned before, because this improves their user engagement and your ad performance. So you're going to get more revenue from it. So, so it just depends on what the platform you go with. Some of this will do it automatically. Some you have to turn on. So um make sure that you've you've gone through those sort of um, features of the platform that you're in and choose those ones relevant to your um, website and what's going to work best for you. 
One of the key things here is to remember to comply with ad policies. And I know it's hard because these ad policies are uh, full of jargon and, and, you know, pretty boring things to read. But there are some quite specific, um, normally bullet-pointed items in there that are the rules around the ad platform that you're working with. You need to read those and make sure you comply with them. They'll tell you the do's and don'ts because if you cross those and uh, implement things that you shouldn't, then you're likely to get kicked off that platform and they're very hard to get back into once you've been kicked off. Another one uh, to look at is to maybe consider doing video ads. So video ads, they command higher rates in revenue uh, than traditional display ads, those static ads. So that's another thing you might like to select and tap into. I guess the other key thing with all of ads and, and things like that with your setup is making sure that you've got a diversified monetized strategy. So, you know, setting ads up only on your site is good, but it doesn't have much diversity in it. So think about other ways to monetize your website and always have maybe two or three ways that your website's monetized because your ad um, revenue will tend to fluctuate uh, and so it will work around with your SEO like if your SEO drops off and your traffic numbers drop off straight away your ad revenue is going to drop off as well so it's kind of they work in tune so the more traffic you get the more ad revenue you are going to get so you need to um, keep that in mind uh, and also think about other ways that you can monetize your website in case you do have a drop off in traffic for whatever reason, uh, then you've got another form of income still generating on your site. In saying that, there are plenty of websites that purely work off just straight ad revenue. So it depends how risk averse you want to be with your website and how reliant are you on that revenue uh, for your you know lifestyle and, and all the rest of it. Okay, so if you're thinking about setting up ads on your website, the key thing is it requires some careful planning, a bit of optimization and sort of commitment to providing good content for your audience because you want that audience to increase and or at least stay stable. So have a look at the different ad networks, do a bit of research, work out which one's going to work with your site and the way it's set up and your audience. And then optimize that ad placement and look to continually sort of improve your website's performance and your content quality, because that's going to maximize your ad revenue potential. Okay, so that's all we've got time for in episode 163, ways to set your blog up with ads and make money today. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Elevating Business. Make sure to check out our resource website, emilyandblair.com, for more tips and tricks for how you can grow and make your business more successful.